When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Brad Sundarason uh, was on SEN Queensland a short time ago. Here's what he had to say about what he saw in the Nagpur pitch before Ian Healy joins us next. There was a lot of activity around the pitch. I mean, a lot of discussions between uh, the, the senior management of the Indian team and uh, the captain, uh, the chairman, the senior player. I mean, there were many discussions with the curators, but uh, what I tweeted particularly, I mean, the pitches actually were happening much later on, well after the games had left. Um, I was ironically back there setting up our SEN kit, to be honest. And, uh, and it's, it's something that, like, you know, had been discussed and Steve Smith has spoken about some dry patches on the pitch as well. Um, uh, so I think it's, it's whatever they were doing was, uh, looked like they were doing to counter Australia playing so many left-handers. So what is basically happening is they were, the, the center of the pitch was water, uh, but not uh, in the usual form. Uh, you know, they, they were using one of those um, sprinklers, uh, the hand, handheld sprinklers that you would use to uh, water some indoor plants, if that makes sense. Uh, so the center of the wicket was being watered, and also the area outside, what would be a, a right-handers off stump or a left-handers leg stump. Uh, but the areas outside the left-handers off stump, uh, where the rough is generally with the balls, jumps at you, especially the left arm spin and rolling. Those areas were left dry. And then subsequently when the roller came out, uh, they made sure to roll the, the center of the pitch, the one that had been uh, watered. But every time they reached a good length area, they just stopped short. So uh, it looked, at least, from where I was, and we had to also realize it was two days out from the test, that um, uh, there was what in some parts of India is called a selective watering, which has been done before. Um, so that you, I mean, you create some uh, natural rough, uh, even before the test starts, so that once the pass goal is running on the spot, uh, that those, those parts of the pitch do start to break up and, and really cause a, a major issue if you're in a tennis battle. Brett Sunderson, part of the SEM broadcast team, part of the overall team that keeps bringing us great coverage of world sport. Ian Healy, also part of that team, SEM commentator and host of Patton Heels on SEN Queensland. Joining us for a McCafe coffee catch-up, head to a drive-through for the deluxe iced coffee range from McCafe. It's real coffee, real deluxe. Ian, great to have you on. Thanks a lot for joining me. Yeah, no worries, Frank. Lovely to be with you. Um, I'm confused. Are you? Well, I am, although I'm an Australian, so I know what it's like to have that part of the lawn that you don't water because the hose doesn't reach it. <laughs> yeah, good call. Is that, is that their problem, do you think? They, they mightn't be able to get the hose right out there. Um, yeah, yeah, but they, they seem to be pretty worried about our left-handers by the sound of it. I've, I've seen a photograph. I'm not sure they've went far enough. I, I don't, they're going to be bowling very full, which um, I, I don't think they've entered the, even the five-foot mark. So anyway, or past the five-foot mark. So it remains to be seen. You know, we've... we've uh, Managed to muck up a couple of wickets here in Australia of recent times. So th- these these guys seem to be very deliberate by the description of Barat. We'll see what happens with it. So if we do get four and a half days of cricket with it, regardless of whether it's you know it's a, it's treacherous and it gives us problems or not, is that 
What's the definitive point that you can say, well, this pitch wasn't good enough, or the ICC will say, oh, this pitch wasn't right? Uh, uh, yes, it's a good question. I, I don't know whether it, uh, it won't just be the pitch that makes a game go a certain distance. might be poor batting or extremely good bowling. That, that would always come into consideration. But, um, but yeah, I'd say into the fifth day uh, would be enough, and it'll be a great game if it goes that long. It'll be really good. Um, so um, I think um, all I don't want to see is really wild spin and ba- uneven bounce in the early stages of a five-day match. Um, in 2016-17, we saw that twice in the series, and it, it was just unreasonable spin and uh, and too early in a match. So you know, I don't. I'm I'm not too traditional to know it has to be textbook. You know, good for batting, then deteriorating slowly and spinning. And towards the end, and then very uneven at the end. But um, I'd, I'd like to see um, some some quality quality batting time, even if if it is a touch tough, and the ball being quite consistent for two days at least. So, have you ever seen a pitch like this? It's only an allegation right now that they're not watering all of it. But have you ever seen a pitch like this? You've been, I understand, you're heading over to India at some stage during the series. And um, have you have you when you've got to India? In past, has there been times where you've and you'd have had to keep on them? So I'm presuming yeah, it's even right. more difficult for a keeper than a batter. Uh, no, not really, because the keeper hasn't got to try to score runs. <laughs> you just have to defend <laughs> and catch the thing, and you've got another meter or a meter and a half on the batsman to watch what does happen. Um, so, so it's no, not as hard as batting. Um, no, I have I seen a pitch like this? Not really. I've, the, parts of this pitch look excellent to me. Like I've never seen a, uh, an Indian wicket or a Pakistani wicket look so so grass covered in spots. So that that's a good sign. Um, the ground looks nice and green, which is good. Um, so it just remains to be seen. I've seen a lot worse wickets than this, but all over, you know. And and that's that, and they played pretty well. They, you know, Indian and Pakistani wickets used to play quite well, even though they were hard to score on. And then they they spun quite a bit, but it was pretty consistent spin. You know, it it might be a, it, it wouldn't jump at you or or you know stay really low as well as spin until very late in the match. So it, you know the a traditional Indian and Pakistani pitches very good to play cricket on. You can bat well early and push the push the game along, put some pressure on the bowlers, and then it gets harder and harder to score runs. Got an 11. You've got penciled in. Who do you think will play? Well, <laughs> the only, my, my query is, do we want a left-hander or a right-hander at six? That, that's the key. Like Either Renshaw or Hanscom can do that. Does Andrew McDonald and, and George Bailey have a preference? That, that person would get it. Right? So, and I think it'll be, in my team, it would be Swepson and uh, Lyon as the two spinners. Boland and Cummins as the two quicks, and of course we make use good use of uh, Renshaw if he plays, and Travis Head and Marnus Labuschagne, and maybe even Steve Smith could roll the arm over. So that, that's what I'd be doing. I, I think it would be harsh uh, not to pick Swepson, uh, even though Agar might give us a little more with the bat, but our tail has to sort of hang around. That's for sure. So what makes you put? Swepson in ahead of well, Todd Murphy and Agar, especially who played in Sydney. So, um, 
yeah, I, I didn't quite understand the Sydney move, right, of Ash and Agar going in there. Um, I'm putting Swepson in there because he's the incumbent. He, he did uh, toured Pakistan and Sri Lanka last year and would have learned a lot. He, he had some good days as well. Um, and and now it's his chance to show what he's learned. And, and if it doesn't come through, you don't have to go back to him. So uh, that's that's my reasoning on Swepson. Um, Ashton Agar in Sydney didn't didn't um, put impress anyone. So so there's I'm not sure that he's um, you know he's earned the, the right that Swetson has to be in this team, um, having done two tours of the subcontinent. Murphy and Lyon I worry about because there's no Stark and it seems like they're cultivating that side of the right-handed pitch um, that that they're going to try to keep it nice and posh. Um, and Mitchell Stark normally runs right through there and provides uh, great traction for our off-spinners. So I'm, I'm worried about one off-spinner, let alone two, uh, that isn't going to turn it back into uh, the right-handed Indians. And when you get too straight to the Indians, they just love it. They lap it up. We know that the Ashes series are always epic, always have been, always will be. We had a caller earlier on talking about the fact that this seems to carry more weight now, winning a series in India. They're rarer, and winning in India is rarer. Does it carry more weight individually and as a as a team touring India to win? Well, this team's in the middle of both. You know, mm. in my era, we didn't, we weren't defeated in an England series, in an Ashes series. So we won six in a row. And so the, the, the real cricketing challenge of that time was the West Indies. So we finally uh, cracked the West Indies after many attempts. Um, after their team, their really classy, legendary team had to change a touch. So, um, but this this group are in the middle of two great challenges, and they're in back to back in one year. So, uh, you know, the, I was I love the fact that they sort of said this is as important as an Ashes to us. That they're starting it on the back foot with three serious bowlers not even available to play. That's Green, Stark, and Hazelwood. Probably, probably Hazelwood wasn't going to play the first test anyway. So, but Green certainly would have been handy. Um, so they've they've got an even they're making an even bigger challenge for themselves this one, and then on to England, which we haven't won since 2001. So both both cycles need changing, and they got a chance to do it this year. Where have you seen Dave Warner's summer, and where do you think he's at? I mean, are you confident that he's going to be a star for us in India? Worried that he might not be, and the one 200 that he made was was the outrider. Outlier? Yeah, he, he's been patchy, Dwayne, hasn't he? he? When he really knuckles down and, and puts his mind to it, um, he, he seems to be able to get it done. Now, that's a sign of him ageing because he, he just took that for granted. He just rolled around the world making runs. So he's now really got to work. And, and that starts to irritate you as a, a, an ageing cricketer that you have to work so hard. You have to work as hard at the end of your career, as you did when you were a rookie. And, and here we go again. This, this is not supposed to be that hard. So, so yeah, he, if, he gets, if he gets in that frame of mind, he, he'll do it. He's got, he's got the ability to uh, prosper over there. He can use his feet. He can lay back on cuts. He can work off his pads. He's got, he's got everything. He's, just, he's really got to switch on and be switched on. So, yes, I, 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 although I'm a little worried about all of them, you know, <laughs> it's a very difficult challenge, this in, the, if India play three spinners, it's bad enough there, but they're talking four, and that would mean Kuldeep, the, the tricky left arm uh, unorthodox bowler, coming in, and he's had a good record against Australia. So, 
So this is really, really hard. And, um, you know, make the most of any start you get. If you get to 20 not out, oh, you better be a rock and be very, very difficult to get out from there. And that's what happened in 2004. A lot of batsmen contributed scores of 50, 70. There was a couple of 90, 99 and a 97 in the one innings. Um, and every now and then someone got over the line and, and made 150 or, or 100 at least. So but you've got a gang of batters, a good gang, and really gang up on this bowling attack as often as you can. So have you got a serious prediction or is that too hard because there is so much unknown? <laughs> yeah, it's impossible. So it's just throwing out no words, you know. Um, mm. I, I think India deserve their favouritism. If they, I don't even know that they are favourites, actually, but mm. they should be favourites. Uh, because their their familiarities with whatever co- conditions are thrown up, um, they they're much more comfortable batting against spin as well as bowling it, um, and so that's why we'll be the underdog for sure. But plenty of underdogs get up, you know. So I, I think our you know our fight and our heart will be key, and we'll, we'll know pretty soon into this series just how up for this contest the the Australians are. Um, I think there's an ageing aging aspect to the Indian batting um, with Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli and Pujara. So, you know, can we expose that nice and early? Um, there's, there's plenty we can do to that Indian batting side lineup. Turn to one of our all-time greats, Ian Healy, who's part of the SEN team, host of Pat and Heels on SEN Queensland from a cafe coffee catch-up. Hey, a couple of quick ones, Ian, before I let you go. Um, Aaron Finch. His retirement, uh, his greatness as an entertainer and a white ball specialist more so. And who could be the next T20 captain, do you think? Oh, well, let's not uh, just gloss over Finchie. He's been great. He's really stabilised Australia in those formats. And I was really pleased that he got the T20 World Cup uh, under his belt by the end. Um, he was just loved by his team. And uh, so he should be pretty chuffed today, sitting back and retired from international cricket after that career. Um, I, I like, I see that he said um, a white ball specialist might make a good captain. So that might be a Maxwell. Um, but let, let's see how Maxie comes back from that leg injury, that broken leg. Um, I'd like, well, there was a few thrown up and they're all pretty good. Um, uh, who else has he thrown up? Do I know? I've forgotten. He said Steve Smith. He said someone else who was a pretty good option too. So yeah, I think I, that I think there's, we'll there's a couple shape. of new guys coming through that could be the next thing. We're not we're not talking another T20 Australian T20 until August or September. So there's an opportunity to to grab someone on the way up as opposed to someone who's been there already for a while. Oh, that, it was Ashton Turner. Was the yeah, other one I was, I was looking for? He would make an ideal player and captain um, for an Australian team. So. So, yeah, and you, are you talking September this year? Yeah. yeah. It's um, in India, isn't it? It's back in India, is that right? Uh, a little bit later than that, I think it is, October, November. So, mm. um, uh, yeah, that, that is the challenge for the Australian T20 team, especially that they just don't play as many internationals as, you know, 50 over games. So I think we'll be really safe. I'm... I'm much more confident in the specialists that are playing in our domestic level that could make a, could make a really good uh, Australian team from. Um, and it might take a lot of pressure off some three-format players at times. Hey, speaking of domestic stuff, this is probably a question without notice you weren't thinking of asking. You might not be able to answer me because you're involved in Queensland cricket. But a bit of talk about a, 
a new BBL franchise somewhere in Australia. Second team in Queensland has been mentioned on my show Ooh. quite a bit. Well, no, geez, I haven't heard that. Oh, oh, we, we certainly haven't heard of that uh, up here. Um, yeah, the problem with it is there's no real place. You know, North Queensland would be uh, the spot, but the, the capacities of any grounds that are up there just wouldn't make owning a franchise um, profitable. And you can't just expand and lose dough all the time. So um, I would love... And then if we could move them around to Gold... You could play one home game at Gold Coast, one in uh, Cairns. But there, there, there's a lot of costs involved in that. You know, Mackay are building an arena up there, but it's only a 5,000 type, 5 to 10,000 seater. Um, no, I haven't, haven't heard of it. Uh, expansion has been off the table. So if they want it back on, I think it's a good thing. Great to have you in. Really look forward to uh, hearing more of you over the course of the rest of the summer. Such a big series coming up in India, but then, as you mentioned, a huge series with the Ashes coming up straight after that. So a lot yeah. of cricket coming your way. It's great to have you part of SEN's commentary team. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Ryan. Bye. One of our all-time greats, Ian Healy, from a cafe coffee catch-up. Head to a drive-through for the deluxe iced coffee range from McCafe. It's real coffee, real deluxe. Back to your calls after the break. 1300 736 736 is the number. 1300 736 736. Dwayne Healy seems like the only considered opinion I've heard talking about the pitch. Uh, that's from Paul. Thanks for that. Quite a few complimentary about getting Ian Healy on. Should have him on more. Of course, we should have him on more, but he's got a lot of commitments as it is with his own show to host. You're Dwayne's wife.